Good morning. I'm Paul, host of the New PL podcast and founder of the New PL Brand Purpose Institute, where we work with business leaders, employees, and entrepreneurs just like you and empower them to build brands with purpose on purpose. You can learn more about what we do at principlesandleadership.com. And a very warm welcome to this week's The New PL to the Point, where in around 10 minutes, we break down the key elements of our weekly The New PL conversations with industry leaders and entrepreneurs. We offer an opinion on one or two of those key points and discuss how our listeners may practically apply them in their business. And just before we do, we're going to be giving a big shout out to another one of the 80 plus countries that we are currently listened to in. And this week, it's a very warm welcome and a very big thank you to all of our listeners in Japan. Thank you for your support of the new PNL podcast and of our mission for more principled leadership and more purpose-led business. Thank you for joining us on this journey, and I encourage you to send a link of the podcast to your friends or colleagues or associates so we can further amplify the message for a new PL for business. Last week, we spoke with Chari Bufistig, Managing Director of QA Talent. It was a fantastic conversation with Chari where we discussed the skills gaps we currently have in business, learning and development for leaders, and the importance of cultures of learning that place purpose at their heart. And there's a specific point from this conversation that I'd like to discuss further in today's The New PL to the Point. Charo and I discussed the unique intergenerational situation we currently find ourselves in in business, with some businesses at the moment employing up to three or four generations of employees, which on a number of levels is quite astounding. And of course, there have been, certainly here in the UK at least, reports over recent months that the COVID pandemic has prompted many over 50s to leave the workforce in record numbers, either out of disillusionment or a desire for a defining change in their lives, to rethink their lives or their reason for purpose and being and so on. And many have left their jobs en masse as a result. However, despite this, there are also many, many more for whom retirement, either through choice or necessity, does not or will not end at 60 or 65, or for some 70 or 75 either. And watching the eternally epivescent Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones strutting and dancing around the stage a couple of weeks back at the grand old age of 79 was a very stark reminder to me of the fact that the rules, or at least the social conventions, that determine when we should retire gracefully have, for a number of reasons, been thrown out the window. And this is the reason that I want to address this today, and the reason I've called this episode the Generation Tap and not the Generation Gap. It's because I believe that this particular situation, more generations in work together in significant numbers than ever before, offer businesses and everyone an astounding wealth of intergenerational knowledge. If we can just find ways to formally, empathetically, and consistently tap into that intergenerational knowledge. And to be clear from the outset, I'm not suggesting that all of the knowledge is one way by any means. We have Gen Ys and Gen Zs who can offer so much knowledge to baby boomers and Gen Xs, and vice versa. And then when you start to extrapolate out that well of knowledge, not just to generations, but across the diversity that exists within these generations in terms of gender, ethnicity, life experiences, and so on, then this intergenerational transferal of wisdom back and forth can also help facilitate much greater empathy, collaboration, and cohesion and the building of a company culture where people understand each other, understand where they are coming from, believe in each other, and want to work for and with each other. 
And I have no doubt that to a greater or lesser degree, some of this intergenerational knowledge is already imparted informally across many businesses between individuals and small groups of friends and business from time to time. My concern is, however, that many businesses and business leaders are just not tapping into this vast amount of knowledge and perspectives and creativity and strategic thinking that exists within their businesses, at least not to the degree that they could be or should be. So my point is this, if we can formalize this process, knowledge transfer and sharing, incentivize employees of all generations to share their knowledge and wisdom, and build a framework for the consistent application of it over time, then, to continue with the tap analogy, the ad hoc drip drip or trickle of intergenerational and intercultural knowledge sharing that currently goes on, becomes a constant and powerful flow to the benefit of everyone in the business, and by virtue of this, the business itself. A couple of years back, I worked with a business leader someone I consider to be a very forward thinker when it comes to employee initiatives and someone who has always explored ways of encouraging and extracting in a positive sense what she believed to be the vast well of untapped creativity and knowledge that existed within her business. And we were exploring at that time ways to build a type of informal but formalized intergenerational mentoring program a process that would encourage people of various ages and experiences within that business to come together, share their stories, their wisdom, and their knowledge in a safe and encouraging setting. And the ambition was to create greater understanding between employees of each other first, and then expand out to encourage the sharing of their ideas, their perspectives, their creativity, with a view eventually to blending some of these ideas together to take forward within the business itself helping to empower employees and benefit the business. And we branded the initiative and we had some fun with it and we didn't make it too onerous to participate in it. But at the same time, we were very clear on the reason for it and communicated this consistently so employees understood the values and its potential. And over time, it went on to play a key role in transforming the culture of that business. And I've read over the years since of many similar programs, initiatives and frameworks formal and informal, in other businesses too. And if these frameworks and initiatives and programs are created with the best of intentions and thought through intelligently and strategically and given the resource and the commitment they need to thrive over time, they can genuinely tap into such an incredible wealth of experience, empathy and ideas from right across all of the generations in your business. And perhaps one of the best things about a process like this is that once you turn on this tap, and employees see it work, and they feel that they matter to management and other employees around them, and they express their creativity and they see it put into action, then it becomes incredibly self-perpetuating, with empowered employees then driving the initiatives and embedding it into the heart of their business, into the culture of their business, because they believe in it and see the value in it. And it's worth saying, although it's clearly obvious, that employees are humans, and we have a natural desire and a need to be engaged and encouraged and to share our ideas and perspectives on life and business, but in a safe place. And although stating this is phenomenally obvious, humans are employees and they need to be and want to be engaged, it's actually not obvious when you go into some businesses because they don't seem to treat employees genuinely as individuals with a creative or strategic contribution to make over and above what is required in their role itself. So they're compartmentalized into that role. But if we can open up the knowledge they have and open up the wisdom they have 
and spread it across the business and ideas and opinions and creativity and perspectives that are over and above that role, you create a whole new world of possibility within your business. So my question to listeners today is, are you tapping into and encouraging the opening up of the vast amounts of intergenerational wealth that exists within your business? Outside the usual informal smaller groups of friends that form within every business, what are you doing to actively encourage creativity, sharing of perspectives, opinions, and ideas across teams, divisions, generations, and cultures that exist within your business? And what initiatives could you introduce within that business to extract and expand on the wells of intergenerational knowledge you currently have that are untapped? What can the 70-year-old in your business learn from the 17-year-old and vice versa? If you turn on the tap, the creativity, the collaboration, and the culture will flow. Thank you once again for listening to the new PL to the Point this week. If you've enjoyed this conversation, I encourage you to rate it or review us. It all helps with our ratings and our rankings. And I also encourage you to go back and listen to some of the older episodes of the new PL. We're at nearly 200 episodes now with a wealth of information, perspectives, and opinions that have been delivered from global leaders in business right across the world. Finally, I'm Paul, host of the new PL. Thank you once again for listening. If you'd like to learn more about what the new PL does, please go to principlesandleadership.com. Have a great day and speak again soon.